Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome inside the ACC with my husband, Mr. Talking Noise himself, Lloyd Spence. And now, your host, Lloyd Spence. Go get him, baby. Okay, you are watching the Believe in the ACC and listening to the Believe in the ACC podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. And I am honored to have this amazing guest today, uh, Ryan Stone from Tobacco Road. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Listen, man, first of all, I'm jealous because you might have the coolest name on the podcast network, which is Tobacco <laughs> Road. How did you? I know, I know how you came up with that, but tell the audience, man, how you came up with that. Uh, so when I, uh, so when I, when I found out about Believe, and the way I found out was through Desmond Johnson, a guy I do a lot of work with. He does the Believe in uh, Carolina Panthers podcast. Uh, so that was who turned me on to it. And so my idea was, I'm in the state of North Carolina, so. There were basically two things that I pitched. One was Appalachian State, who I do some work for, and App State kind of has a cult following. Awesome. And the other, the other thing was I said I, – what I said to the network was I would be willing to do pretty much any of the four AC, ACC schools, UNC, Duke, Wake Forest, NC State. I said, or I could do all four. Uh, it doesn't really matter. I've grown up in this area. I know them all pretty well. Right. Uh, so they, they sent back that they liked that idea. And that they they wanted to go with Believe in Tobacco Road, and I mean the reason it's called Tobacco Road is because of those four schools, and, and really just the, the the history of this area and how tobacco driven financially yeah. it's it's always been. So that's why that's why it's called Tobacco Road. I think a lot of people don't understand that. You know, it's funny because <laughs> my my wife uh, and I work together at our company Noise Media, and 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 we do podcasts together. And when I when I told her Ryan was coming on, I, she said, "Well, what's the name of the show?" I said, "It's Tobacco Road." She's like, "They don't have the best tobacco." That's in Kentucky. I said, "No, I don't think so." <laughs> I, said, I, I, said, I think I think there are a lot of smokers that would vehemently disagree with you. <laughs> uh, there, there's a lot that would say North Carolina. There's a lot that would also say Virginia as well. Right, right. <laughs> I said I don't think Kentucky ever mentions the conversation. But, now, but I. But I see your point. <laughs> now, if, now, if you want to talk about bourbon. I now, mean, bourbon, yeah. <laughs> we got you on the bourbon. We got you on the bourbon. But I mean, I, I, no so argument. Bad. No argument there. <laughs> no argument there. Well, listen, I, this amazing show today is going to be uh, sponsored always by uh, betonline.ag. And we're talking playoffs, NBA, Major League Baseball, NHL. They're in full swing. And our partners, me and Ryan, our partners are uh, at betonline.ag. Have you covered? So, I went on – have you been to the site, Ryan? Have you been to the I, site? I, this site is amazing. Like, yes. it is a better paradise. <laughs> I, you, I, I bet I bet pretty regularly. So, uh, you yeah, regularly? Okay. So, so, Ryan bets regularly. I just go to the site and look around and see what's going on and, and, and keep up with the numbers just in case I got to tell my betting friends what's going on. But it's not only just the betting – and the prop bets and stuff like that. It's the casino stuff. There are so many things that you can take full advantage of. So take full advantage of the sports being back and getting on getting on the action with the hundreds of odds, futures, props for you to bet on, all kinds of things. You name it, they got it. And there's always, as we said before, the casino. It never closes. You can get in there anytime you want. 
So head to betonline.ag today. Sign up to receive your welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, that's betonline.ag. Sign up today. BetOnline, your online sports experts. All right. We got the business out of the way. We got to get our guys <laughs> taken care of. So, Brian, you are singly, single-handedly keeping BetOnline.ag uh, <laughs> in business right now. Is that what's going on? Not- not with uh, not with my little little low wage bets, no I way. You. But you're doing your part. You're doing your part, right? I'm, I'm trying to do my part. Trying to do my part. They've been paying me pretty well lately, though, with the uh, the NBA playoffs here. Yeah, oh, so. that's good. That's good. So you're doing good with that. You're, you're doing good with the NBA with right now. That's doing good with the NBA. Okay. That's what's well, listen, man. Um, I got to start with this question: Is the ACC and college sports fooling themselves right now? Because you and I. We, 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 we've been watching this thing unfold. So it's, I, the irony is you and I started this year with Believe Podcast Network. Yeah. And we were supposed to do all these amazing things. The network and I, we negotiated. You and the network negotiated. We're ready. We're amped up. COVID happens. Yeah, so man. now here we are, <laughs> just now getting up again, and we got this uh, – do you think do you think the ACC and it and by and large college sports is fooling itself, or do you think it'll be able to finish the season? Well, first of all, like my personal story with how that whole, whole how it all came crashing down. This was like the year like where I was starting to get my career where I really want to be. Like I, I'm w- working for Learfield IMG. I'm also doing stuff for Appalachian State, doing color on their basketball games, and was getting ready to do baseball as well. And, and then. I'm working in the studio, like when the conference started, tournaments are starting to pick up, and I'm working a UA, uh, Alabama Birmingham basketball game. Okay. And and I, I I get the news, like I'm checking Twitter because of everything that's going on, and I get the news that the Jazz game has been canceled. So were you and guys? You guys were in conference? You were in yes, conference yes. tournament at the time. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I and, remember that. I think I remember that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm telling the guys that are there, like I'm kind of giving, like doing the game. I'm kind of giving them the updates from the studio, like while we're off air. And then I tell them that, you know, Rudy Gobert has tested, has tested positive. And I, that it, it was a very, uh, very dark, dark kind of feeling for the rest of that broadcast. Like this was probably going to be the end uh, for a while. So yeah, I mean that was that was tough in general. Been a tough year in general. I, I think uh, it's all up in the air. And it's all it's all up to the kids at the end of the day when it comes to college football because these coaches there's no bubble so they they cannot they can't keep them locked up they're supposed I mean they're kind of supposed to be I guess but they can't keep them locked up they have to do right on their own and at the end of the day you're asking I mean when you look at the Power Five you're you're looking at thousands of kids that, right, that have to do that right. have to do right and I will it finish I don't know I mean. I, baseball has had its scares, and they've continued to battle through. So I would think college football is going to try to do the same in, in, unless it just gets to a scale where they can't. You, you know what, Ryan? I, I agree with you. I, I think the challenge for college sports is simply this. It's all theory until it's not anymore. And what I mean it, by that, the moment a kid gets COVID – and it's tragic. Yes, all bets are off. You know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. And that, it, it's and that's where it gets a little weird for me. It's also yeah, it's also different because these kids aren't getting paid. They're not uh, getting paid. Yeah, so that, that, that's a big difference there. Uh, the one advantage I do think football has uh, over maybe some of the other sports is you're only traveling one day a week. Uh, so 
that that limits contact to an extent that uh, you're not having the same kind of contact that baseball is having currently with the yeah. way that, that they have to travel already. That is the one advantage I think football has, but at the same time, you're talking about thousands of kids and coaches and you know members of the team that are traveling, and you just have you kind of have to hold your breath and hope that uh, nothing bad happens. Uh, you know, I've noticed that a lot of players are opting out and, yep. and just saying, I'm going to train for the draft. Matter of fact, I think just this week, one of the uh, players at Florida State. Uh, I believe so. Yeah, decided, hey, you know, I'm, I'm going to I'm just going to focus on the draft. Should they be allowed to come back and, and if, if they change their mind and, and, and just say, OK, you know what? I'm not going to play this year, but I'd love to keep my scholarship. And even if it affects their draft staff, you think they should be allowed to come back? Well, they kind of already have uh, in place for college for college basketball where those guys can test the waters, right, for a little right, bit and right, then come exactly, back. So exactly. I, I think I think it would be pretty easy to expand that football this year. Yeah, and I think they yeah. should. Uh, I, you know, there, there's already uh, been a lot of discussion about maybe making this year just kind of a, a year that doesn't count towards kids' scholarships anyway. Right. Right. Uh, kind of like a red shirt here, you get to play. So if they end up doing that, then I can't see how you wouldn't let a kid come back if they you know, decide that they're not ready for the draft or, or something like that. Yeah, I agree. I, it, it's, it's, it's a weird – it's all weird and it's all unprecedented. I think everything should be on the table, uh, yeah. especially if it means that it helps the, the student athlete. Uh, yes. Despite the billion-dollar nature of the NCAA, it's still student athletes. So, a um, lot of stink this past week with Dabo uh, Sweeney talking about. Uh, well, the NCAA initially floating out there that the Pac-12 and the Big Ten might be in consideration for if there's some kind of national championship situation. Yeah, we, we may stagger the season and allow them the opportunity to be a part of the, the dialogue or the experience at some point. Dabo pushed back on that. What are your thoughts on that? I, I get Dabo's point because they they have tried as hard as possible to make this season normal. And I thought the Big Ten and Pac-12, I don't want to say overreacted, but maybe reacted before they had to necessarily in terms of their decision to push back to the spring. And I, I'm going to tell you right now, Justin Fields is not going to play a season in the spring for Ohio no, State. not at all. He, He's not. There, yeah. There's no reason for him to play in, at that point. So he has been very vocal about wanting to play right. this fall. And that's, right. that's the reason why, because there's no way he's going to play in the spring. And any guy that has high NFL value, is not going to play a spring season. Uh, it's too close, and you're, it's just too much of a risk of an injury. Uh, also, there's no playoff if you play in the spring, it seems like, so what's the point? Right. Um, so I, 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 get, I do get Davo's point. On the, other hand, on the other end of that, though, Ohio State is regarded by many to be a top-four team, and they're, they're expected to be in the college football playoff. So if, if you don't give them that opportunity, then – you have to hear their mouths about it. You have to hear the Ohio State fans cry about it. You, you live near Ohio. You, you know how those Ohio State fans are. I mean, I do we, know how they are. <laughs> we got we to deal with them when we go to South Carolina. They take over South Carolina every summer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, but uh, you know, you do have to hear that if you don't give them the chance. So, you do have – you always have that little kind of lull period 
in December where they yeah. don't play before the college football playoffs. So I, I guess I could see the scenario where if the Big Ten is going to start playing, I guess sometime in October, uh, then you could you would give them that opportunity. It's it's a really interesting situation with all of it because you're right. Playing in the spring is is not an option. It's for yeah. for a top tier NFL draft pick. It's it's just not an option. But not playing a full, I don't know. It's it's a it's it's. I'm curious to see what the Big Ten is going to come up with. Like yeah. I said, they start in October. They're done in say end of January. So now maybe you move the playoff to February. And it's it's in conjunction with uh, uh, the Super Bowl and the you know yeah. right before March Madness, maybe. I mean, it, it's yeah. going to be interesting to see what happens with this thing. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm curious to see if this is what's going to happen with it as well. I I I I, I don't know that. That's tricky. That's very, very tricky. It, it is tricky. The crazy thing is really the only team we're having that discussion for, the only reason we're having that discussion, if those conferences play, it's Ohio State. It's Ohio State because nobody else is competing. <laughs> There's nobody else that's going to be yeah. competing for the college football playoff. I, you know, Penn State could be a wild card maybe. Yeah. Uh, and is it worth no- it, to your point, is it worth it to do all of that just Ohio so State. really a few players – can get the exposure and also have the op- a real solid opportunity to play for a national championship. Maybe not. Yeah. And that might be That's what fed into the Big Ten's original decision. We only got two teams that could theoretically be in this run. Yeah. Why are we trying to risk everybody's health for two teams? Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's, I, I get that too. So, I mean, it's, there's a lot of uh, plus and minus with pretty much every discussion you have around, right, right, around right, right. anything related to, to COVID-19. So, uh, I understand the uh, the difficulty of that that decision. Ryan Stone is with us today. Ryan Stone from Believe in Tobacco Road uh, is uh, joining us, and we're being uh, sponsored by BetOnline.ag. I'm going to play a little game with Ryan now uh, <laughs> called This Team Will. All right. And so I'm going to go through a couple of different scenarios and see how Ryan responds to uh, these questions. So, Ryan, this team will or might shock the ACC with an ACC championship run. Well, I, I mean, I, the, the, the cliche answer is UNC. I don't know if that's even a shock because yeah. UNC, UNC schedule-wise, they don't play Clemson and they get Notre Dame at home. So I, I don't think it's a shock if UNC makes the ACC championship game. So I guess my shock team would be – I, I go with two of them. One would be Louisville yeah. uh, because of Mikael Cunningham and uh, JV and, uh, I believe, Watkins, yeah. uh, the running back. Uh, I think they're, they're going to be really good offensively. Kind of remains to be seen defensively. They bring a ton of starters back, so I think they're an interesting team. Uh, the one you know real wild card that I'll throw out there, and this is a long shot. I, I'll fully tell you that. Okay. Uh, Florida State is interesting to me because they bring you know, Mike Norvell can coach. Yes. Uh, we know that very well. Uh, yes. They, they bring in, they bring 17 guys back. He's got an experienced quarterback in James Blackman. He's got probably the best defensive line in the conference. So mm-hmm. I, I think Florida state has the talent. Uh, it just kind of remains to be seen whether he can pull it together 
in one year to make that, that fast, happen. Yeah. Probably, probably and, not. And but under weird shot, circumstances. Yeah. 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 That's but as a long shot, they would be a team that I would look at. That's good, man. That, those are, <laughs> I think those are solid. You know, it's funny. Um, having Mac Brown, and, and we'll, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about Mac later on in the show, but having Mac Brown in the conference is interesting to me. I, so I've been in Texas for a long time, and I was here when Mac uh, uh, won the national championship. And I got to tell you, I, I have mixed emotions about Mac because <laughs> Mac, Mac was the – because I know as a, as a person that lived in Texas, Mac wasn't initially the biggest Vince Young guy. Yeah. Vince Young was just what he had, but yep. he didn't realize what he had. And Vince took him, you know, and and you see in the rest of the season, they've been just okay or whatever. But last year, Mac was good. He was really good. Mac was really good. Was really good. <laughs> so I'm like, wow, you know, what do we have here? So it's going to be interesting. North Carolina, while, while it is a trendy pick for a lot of people, I don't know if it still won't be a shock. I think it kind of still could be a shock. Hey, it, it, it still yeah. could be a shock, but I, I feel like that's just kind of the the trendy pick. No so question. I to go no against, question. I, yeah, I just want to go against something a, so something a little different. But I, I I just I wouldn't be shocked if UNC makes it. Like like yeah. just because I think the way the, the way the schedule lines up for UNC, it just would it shock. Lines me up really man. well. Yeah. Okay, so my next this team will this team will not be as good as people think. Who is that team? Man. Um, I, Mine is going to shock you. I, I have – so, Miami was picked fifth, I think. Yes. And, and I'm not – I'm just not sold. Like, we, we, we get told every year. Yours is shocked This is the year. This is the year. This this is the year. This is the year for Miami. Until it happens, I'm off off of Miami uh, being good. I I know Derek King has Heisman ability, but what people seem to be omitting that are high on him at Miami is that he checked out his last year at Houston after he played really poorly the first three or four games of the season. Mm. Um, So I, I, I Miami. I guess would be the one that I don't think is as good as people think. And, I mean, I, I could even throw Clemson in. Uh, because oh, you stole my thunder. <laughs> because, you stole my thunder. Go ahead. Go ahead. That's good, man. No, the, good. The, only, the only reason I say that is they lost Justin Ross. So that, that's a big loss. Yes. Um, and it just the expectations are so high. Like, we expect Clemson to win the national championship every year at this point and dominate the ACC and go undefeated. So. Right. You know, if Clemson gets upset during the season, it's a disappointment already. It's, it's one loss, and it's a disappointment. So, I, Clemson for that reason. But if we're talking about a team that I, I just I think people are fool, maybe fooling themselves on, it's Miami at this point. So I'm going to say this: I, you, 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 you jumped. It's like great minds think alike. <laughs> I am. I honestly feel this. Two teams, really. The top two that were picked in the preseason poll, Clemson, Notre Dame. Yeah, I'm not sold on either one of them uh, yeah. as, as as the the, the dominant as, as everybody's saying. And here's the reason why: no team has sustainability forever. Even right. Al- the great Alabama got figured out after a while, 
And that's yep. just how it is. The more people get deep, listen, there are a lot of great coaches in college football. And so when, if they get a chance to see you and to study you and to really look at what you're doing, they figure it out. They figure it out. Clemson figured it out against Alabama. Um, Oklahoma has figured it out against teams. Everybody figures it out over time. Je- Trevor Lawrence tendencies are going to start to show this year. And you're going to see – that's why I'm in big. I'm big on. I wish you could leave out there, freshman or sophomore year, because the longer you stay, the more holes we find in your game. Yeah. See to a tongue of Iowa, right? So that's James Winston. James <laughs> Winston. That's another great one. Uh, uh, my one of my guys, Teddy Bridgewater. Same thing. The longer yeah. you stay, remember he came into his junior year as the potential number one overall pick. By the time yep. over, he was pick 25th. So that's, yep. just how, that's just how it is. So I, I I got a feeling your prediction about the Shockers is not is going to be more true than people think it is. I really do. Yep. So um, not saying they're not going to be good, but maybe not the national championship run that everybody's predicting. Yeah, I, I mean, I yeah. can see that. Particularly since I think a lot of these teams are playing – kind of playing tougher schedules now that they're playing. Yes, yes. So uh, you also, you know, you're throwing in some other teams from the other side of the conference. Uh, Clemson has to go to Notre Dame. Uh, don't know what the fan situation is going to be like for that game when they do go, but uh, that that's a potential trip-up game. And uh, you're everybody's Super Bowl. You're yeah. everybody's college championship and all also, year long. Also, I mean, you know, I mentioned I think Florida State has the potential to be really good. Absolutely. Uh, so I think, you know, Florida State and Clemson has, has been a rivalry for a while, but Clemson's kind of dominated that rivalry. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah you're so if you, if, you, yeah. You know, if you think those Florida State guys aren't licking their chops to get their hands on Clemson this year, then you're fooling yourself. So, That's a great point, that, Ryan. That they are, That's a great point. They, they are going to have the bullseye on their back. There's no question about that. No, that's a great point, man. Great, great point. All right. This team will have a breakout star, and his name will be. So I need the team. And the breakout star, uh, well, I, Louisville, Mikael Cunningham, I think is the breakout. Really? I think would be the breakout star. I think uh, you know, twenty-two touchdowns, five interceptions last year. I think he'll get uh, get better this year. I think another year in Scott Satterfield's offense uh, will make him uh, even even better. And I, I expect Louisville's offense to put up uh, a ton of points this season. So he he's the guy I would go with uh, offensively. And then, you know, if I had to pick a defense guy, I would probably say Chaz Surratt. I mean, he's kind of already a star, but I think he, uh, I think Chaz Surratt, in a sense, uh, he, he makes a lot of splash plays on defense. And I think he's the guy that I think I expect to climb up the most draft boards this year in terms of ACC guys. No, I, I, that's those are those are probably the picks that I was looking at as well, especially Surratt. I, I think Surratt is is poised because of the schedule to have the type of breakout season that we've seen guys uh, in their senior. In their, I think he's, he's I can't remember if he's a junior or senior, so I apologize. Uh, but in, in that going to the draft lining, yeah. this is the type of schedule that kind of falls – all the dominoes are falling in place for him. Yeah. So, you know, a guy who probably came into the season maybe a, a, a solid second or third rounder 
now can play himself in because he's going to have every opportunity as the season unfolds to prove that he's he's a breakout star. Also, keep in mind, I mean, he he's still learning how to play linebacker. That's, That's exactly thing. right. I mean, That's he, exactly he, right. He came to UNZ as a quarterback, so I mean, he he is still learning how to play linebacker and. Yeah, whether he ends up, I'll be curious to see if, you know, UNC uses him in maybe a hybrid type of role between safety and linebacker this season to maybe get him ready for the NFL. Because I think size-wise, that might be his best fit in the NFL is that kind of position. Uh, But I I think he's he's poised to have a really good year. But that kind of speed, though, is going to be big. It's going to be a big deal. And I think that's where he's in a good spot. He's in a really good spot. And then also keep, you know, we'll keep an eye on uh, Carlos Basham. Carlos Basham over the break board. I like Basham a lot too. And I think think he's probably, he's probably the, he's a top three, top two or three defensive prospect uh, in the ACC for the NFL draft. The problem is, I don't think Wake Forest is going to lose a lot of games. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's, that's the problem. That, that's the yeah. problem for uh, for Basham, I think. But I do think he is going to have a really good season. And, and I mean, I was talking with someone about this yesterday. No team has been hurt worse by COVID and what's ha- schedule wise what has happened than Wake Forest. No yeah. team in the country yeah. has been hurt worse than Wake Forest. They yeah. they lose a game with Appalachian State here locally that would have drawn a ton of fans. There's a ton of App State fans in, in Winston Salem, mm. um, and App State's you know, a very quality opponent also. Oh yeah, so, absolutely. Uh, so they lose that game. They the Notre Dame game gets moved from Charlotte to Wake because there's going to be no fans. So they lose a ton of money there uh, in what would have been a massive. Hall for that game being played at the Panthers Stadium, and and you lose the home game against Clemson to open the season next week. And College Game Day announced today they will be at Wake Forest next week. But you can't have anybody there. Oh my goodness! (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Talk talk about the 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 house being on fire. Just get the children out. That's that's the ultimate. That's yeah. That's bad. That's bad. Yeah. I mean, they, they have been hurt brutally. And, you know, to that same point, Ryan, you got to wonder from a mental perspective how those kids are going to recover from that. Because that's, you know, they came into this year thinking, okay, we're going to have this, this. Our next season is going to be incredible. It's going to have this and that. College game day, Notre Dame, da 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 And now it's this whole other thing. It, it, it could be difficult to get up for any of it. You know I what I mean? Like- yeah, and their their start to the schedule, the first four games, they have the most difficult start yeah, it's not the as well. I mean, they they play you know Clemson, Notre Dame, NC State, and Virginia Tech. So I mean, yeah. their, their first four games are are just easily they, going they, four right from the start. <laughs> yeah, I mean they 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 be luck they, they will be lucky if they they be extremely lucky to go two and two, and they'll be yeah. lucky to win one. I think. Yeah, no, I agree, hundred <laughs> percent. Okay, so this team. We'll crack the top ten before the season is complete. I, I think the only, I think the only answer is UNC. <laughs> yeah, uh, because they're in a position to do it. Uh, whereas you know, Tech Tech's top twenty five, but I I don't think Tech's I don't think Virginia Tech's that good. I, I think I think they're a middle of the pack ACC team, but I or top four or five ACC team, but I don't think they're going to ever be good enough to be in the top ten. Uh, UNC, like I said, schedule-wise, it just shakes out. I mean, I could easily see UNC going 10-1 and 1 
right. this season going into the ACC championship game. And if they're ten and one or eleven and zero, then they're going to be in the top ten. So oh, I, of I think, absolutely. I think, I think, I think UNC is the the probably the correct answer on that one. I I, I look at Louisville's defense. If that defense and all those starters returning can match productivity, and they don't have to, I don't know if they have to be dominant. They just gotta, they just gotta bend and not break. If they stops. can do that, <laughs> if they can do that, could be interesting. Yeah, could Louisville, be interesting yeah, Louisville could, could be. They're another interesting team as well. Yeah. I'll, I'll agree with that. The, re- the reason I would say UNC over them is just because they're starting the season off ranked. No, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. The the easy and and, and probably right answer is UNC. The the fringe answer is probably (laughs) Louisville. All right, so with that being said, these two teams will battle for the ACC title. Oh, man. Um, I'm going to say Clemson. Even if Clemson loses at Notre Dame, I I think – I still think Clemson – is the team that that ends up getting in there? I'm not even sure Clemson will lose to Notre Dame, to be honest. But even if even if Clemson is disappointing in a sense, I still think they're more talented than Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think I'm gonna say I, I'm gonna say Clemson and UNC. That's gonna be my pick. That was my okay. pick. That was my pick before. Before Notre Dame joined the conference for the year, yeah, yeah, yeah. and and that's I think that's still gonna be my pick. Notre Dame has to go to UNC. Uh, even if Notre Dame finds a way to win that game, I think schedule-wise they just play a tougher schedule than than, UN, than UNC does. So even if they right. find a way to win that game, I could still see UNC going ten and one and finishing ahead of them in the standings. So for that reason, uh, I'll go with Mac Brown and UNC. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, join you in that. That I think it'll be Clemson and UNC, but with one caveat, and and that is. That first of all, I'm going to really shock you now. I think Notre Dame is going to finish fourth or fifth because I think I think not having some of their pillar games that they're used to is going to be a bit disorienting to the to the whole, not just good the kids, but just everybody. And I think that's going to and th- and then not having the traveling fan base is going yep. to be a little disorienting because uh, I think if ever there was a team that leans heavily on their fan base, it's Notre Dame because they're independent no and they got to have it. They got to have it to be successful. No question. Yeah. Right. So I think that's going to cost them at least two or three games, just not having the fan base there. So that's the way UNC – and I'll also say Louisville. I think it's going to go Clemson, UNC, Louisville, and those two teams are going to battle it out for that uh, for that second spot in the ACC uh, championship. But – with I, mean, that, go ahead. If, I mean, if I mean, if I had to pick a team past those top three that everyone picked, it would be I would I would go Clemson, Louisville. I think Louisville's got a good got a good chance as well to make that kind of run with the yeah. uh, with the offense they've got. I, I'm not 100 percent sold on Notre Dame uh, yeah. because I Ian Book is Ian Book is a decent quarterback. I, I've never seen I've never seen him. He he's never really wowed me. Like I've never had a wow great, moment great, with Ian yeah. Book. He, he's just a very solid, sturdy college quarterback, and I, I kind of wonder about the pieces around him. They don't bring back as much as some of the other teams uh, in the ACC do. But I, you know, Brian Kelly 
Year in, year out, finds a way to win nine or ten games. That's so. very true. That's <laughs> very true. That's very true. You know, it's funny, Ryan. I'll, when I evaluate college quarterbacks, I always say to myself, what is the thing that this guy does great? Not well, great. Yeah. And I don't see that in Ian Brooke. I don't see the no. thing that he does great. He does everything good. I don't see anything great. And then there's nobody to make up the difference. Yeah, and I, I question with if the game's on the line and Ian Book has to make – Great point. Has to make great throws to win the game against the team like Clemson. I yeah. question whether he can do that. I don't see great throws. Yeah. I see good yeah. throws yeah. if everything falls in place and maybe some yeah. mistakes are made or whatever, but not – I don't see him as the player that can take over a game and go win it for you. Not yet. Yeah. Maybe that's I, I would, I would agree. Awesome. I would agree with that. Ryan Stone from Tobacco Road is with us. We are having a ball here talking all things ACC. Uh, we're assuming there's going to be a season, a full season. <laughs> so we're having a good time talking, and we're sponsored by uh, BetOnline.ag. Uh, so go support BetOnline.ag, uh, your place for all bet uh, uh, betting online sports and casinos and all types of wonderful things. Okay, so <laughs> – now, the ACC, we talked about it a little bit. The ACC preseason poll is out. Uh, their poll, not ESPN or anybody else, but just ACC preseason poll. And actually, I made a mistake, Ryan. I apologize. I said that Miami was fifth. It was actually Virginia Tech. That ACC, oh, ACC okay. But it's Clemson, Notre Dame, North Carolina, Louisville, Virginia Tech, with Miami being sixth. You, okay. you agree with that poll? Aye. I'm more in agreement with that than than I am with them fifth. I think I I think uh, the way I feel about the poll and what I saw is I, I think the top three are right. Okay. Um, I think those are the three best teams, and then I think you've got a group of teams from like four to eight or nine that can be anywhere. Yeah. Uh, Louisville, T- Virginia Tech, Miami. Uh, Florida State, Pittsburgh, and I, I may even throw NC State in there. I think NC State might be getting slept on a little bit uh, sure. in terms of, in terms of the media poll. Uh, I think those five to six teams could finish in any order, and I wouldn't be all that shocked. And I, I think saying that, I think this might be the deepest year the ACC has had in, in some time. So I think that that's a good thing for the ACC that we're saying that. Speaking of that, I didn't I didn't have this on, on our on our on our log, but I'm gonna ask you this question. Because nobody's talked about it. So you and I'll be the first one that I've heard <laughs> talk about it. So what happens with the bowl games? Yeah, yeah, yeah I don't know. That, that's a hundred that's a fantastic question. Because yeah, bowl games I, I, mean, I hadn't thought about it until we just talked about it. Because the ACC I think legitimately could have seven teams, possibly. I, I mean, I, I would – eight would be my guess. Eight would be – right. Eight's not yeah. out of the question. Yeah. But what uh, with that, I wonder? My thought is that they are going to wait until at least October to make that decision. Make that uh, late October because because that bowl games are useless without fans. They really right. are. Uh, they don't get – they don't – unless you're talking about the college football playoff or the New Year's Six, they don't gross that much money on TV. Right. So they're useless without the fans and the fan interactions and the fan fan zones. If you go to a bowl game, you know what I'm talking about. They, they always have a fan zone. No. Uh, so, so they're useless without fans. So my thought is you have to wait until at least 
mid to late October and see what the trend is at this point with uh, right. with COVID and what the numbers are doing and right. where we might be when December and January gets here. So I, I think that's a hundred percent a wait and see thing at this point. I, I think that's and I you know that's kind of what these the conferences that are still playing, that's kind of the approach they took from the beginning was wait and see. So it makes sense that this would be wait and see as well, I guess. I, I, I'm very curious to know because it, it's it's uh, it's a lot of money, and yeah, it's, I mean, you're, and not necessarily just the attendance, but the but the sponsorship yeah. part of it all is a lot of money, man. I yeah. I'll never forget. I got a chance to cover Louisville when they had the Russell Athletic Bowl. Now, I'm yeah. thinking, okay, there's not going to be a lot of money in the Russell Athletic Bowl. I stand correct. It was shocked. a ton of money for yeah. the Russell Athletic Bowl. Yeah. You'll be shocked. I mean, I've been to quite a few. I, I went to years back. I went to the Gator Bowl when Mike Vick was playing in it. Uh, I, I mean, I've been to the Gator Bowl a couple times. Yeah. Uh, I've been to Peach Bowl. Ton of money in the Peach Bowl. Uh, the fan, the fan interaction thing there is was crazy when oh, the Peach crazy, Bowl used yeah. to, when, when it when just this is when the Peach Bowl just used to be a New Year's Eve game, not yeah, one of the New Year's, yeah. not before that. Not this was before they made it a New Year's Six game. Uh, and that, that was, that was crazy. I, I've been to the one in Charlotte that they used to have. Uh, oh, so, yeah, I mean, it's, oh, oh gosh, what was that one? It, it was the Continental what Tire Bowl when I was? went. Um, it went to the, it was the Continental Tire Bowl. Then it was the Belk Bowl. Belk Bowl. That's uh, what, yeah, we went to that uh, a couple of times. Yeah. And I think, uh, I think people have been trying to get it named the Bojangles Bowl now. Uh, but <laughs> North Carolina, it's, it's. That's it's most, it's based out of North Carolina. It is, but Bojangles is based in Charlotte. Yeah, Carolina. yeah, the Bojangles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I, it's wait and see. I'll be honest with you. I hope that doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I just hope we get a bowl season. Uh, honestly, but we kind of at the wait and see point. It's uh, at this point. Yes, we are, and uh, um, <clears throat> I'm curious to see what's going to happen with it as well. I, it feels like it's not going to happen because that's that's just throwing fuel on a fire that doesn't need to be thrown. Yeah, yeah. yeah but we'll see. Um, true or false? I'm going to ask you a true or false question. Sam Howe uh, will beat out Trevor Lawrence or and Tra- Travis Etienne <laughs> for the Heisman Trophy. Sam Howe. We'll I was there. hoping I was hoping you weren't going to throw Travis Etienne in there. Uh, well, I, I mean, <laughs> I'm really touted right now. Uh, I, don't, yeah. listen, I don't know if I believe in him either. I'll be honest with you. I don't know if I believe in Travis Etienne. I I know what I've seen, but I can't I, say that I I'm, I believe. I well, he's been the ACC Player of the Year the last two yes, years. So, I mean, um, yes, I don't production. Know how. His production's off the charts. Um, as far as Sam Howell goes. Do you believe in Travis Etienne? Before we get to Sam Howell, do you I think Travis, believe? I think Travis Etienne's a first-round pick, and I think I think he is a justified first-round pick. The only thing I would worry about with Travis Etienne for the NFL is tread on the tires. Right. Uh, that's the only thing I worry about, because okay. the, the guys that get used a ton in college, a lot of times they don't. They're, they're short-lived in the NFL. Absolutely. Uh, so that, that would be the thing I worry most about for Travis Etienne at the next level. 
Uh, I think he could. I think Travis Etienne could win the Heisman. Um, but I, I mean, Trevor Lawrence is the easy pick. Uh, he's the easy pick for ACC Player of the Year. Sam Howell. I, Sam Howell will be sitting in prime position. He, he's got the opportunities will be there. Uh, the opportunities will be there. He yes. gets he gets a late October game against Notre Dame at home. That's probably going to be in prime time. Yes, uh, he'll get to play if if things shake out the way we're predicting. He'll get to play Clemson in the ACC championship game, and then if he does that, he and then win that game, yeah, then, then, then maybe you're talking the college football playoff. Yeah, uh, if he if he leads them, if Sam Howell leads UNC. To an undefeated regular season, going into the ACC championship game, that I, I would say, yeah, he's got a pretty good chance at the Heisman. But I mean, that, that's also we're talking about the Heisman, so I mean, you got to take into effect what people are doing elsewhere. Also, I mean, you, you gotta, you gotta, you know, whatever Oklahoma quarterback is playing is going to be in the mix. Spencer Rattler, uh, he's going to be in the mix. I think uh, Alabama will have somebody in the mix. Would be my assumption. Devontae Smith, maybe. Um, and I, I don't know who else I would necessarily throw out there at this point. Oh, I'd probably go with uh, Chuba Hubbard at Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, you have to you have to consider those guys. Does Sam Howell have a good chance, though, to beat Trevor Lawrence out? I, I think so just because the expectations are so high for Trevor Lawrence. So well, it's, easy, it, it's easier for Trevor Lawrence to have we, – we, we considered Trevor Lawrence having a down year last year, and they ended up right. winning the national championship game. Well, so, well, I mean – and that's that's a perfect example. You, again, you heard my theory. The longer you stay, the more holes they find in your game. Yeah. With Sam, we haven't had a chance to put him on the microscope yet, and he's playing a schedule that feels like a Heisman kind of schedule, like a place to put up big numbers to dominate, yep. to 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 maybe inflate the circumstance a little bit because it's like it's better than what it actually maybe is. Well, yep. so I'm, I'm, when I started studying it out, I'm saying, you know, Sam could make a run here. It's- he, he, uh, he would be, if you're somebody that has a big bankroll, like we're talking about betting. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, he, would be, he, he would be, he would be a good, he would be a good long shot bet. I will Absolutely. say that. Absolutely. <laughs> if you got a couple extra dollars, that might yeah. be a bad bet. Yeah. I got you. <laughs> so let's speak specifically about the rest of, Tobacco Road. We talked a little bit about uh, – you kind of hit on everybody for the most part, but we didn't talk about, like, Duke. Uh, we talked a little bit about NC State. What do you think about those guys and, and what they're going to uh, get done this year? Uh, Duke is Duke is an interest, in an interesting spot because we, we don't really know about their quarterback situation with Chase right. Bryce. Uh, you know, Chase Bryce never really wowed anybody at, uh, at Clemson. And I think that's the that's the biggest question that Coach Cutcliffe has to answer. But he's the guy to answer it. I mean, he's the quarterback, kind of in the quarterback whisper. No question in the, hey, uh, in the ACC. So, so I'm a Giants, I, and I'm very happy. <laughs> As you should be. I was uh, first, but, but I'm like, oh, Daniel can play. Daniel's good. He, 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 he's pretty good. I, I, pretty they, good. I yeah. they, if you know, if they had drafted him at. Back to the Daniel Jones for a second. If they had drafted him at 15, nobody would have overreacted like that. But it's because they drafted him at it was six, so high. and everybody, everybody thought it was horrible. Listen, uh, <laughs> I'll be honest with you, because I don't, because as most Giants fans, I don't really trust Dave Gellman like that. That's I was like, what? 
So it was nice to see when he finally hit the field, like, okay, he's good. He's good. We're going to be fine. We're going to be fine. I, I understand, and I the, the big thing, like back to Duke, is can Chase Bryce play? Like, it, can that he play? The that's that's the that's the yeah. huge question that has to be answered for Duke, and that's that's the position. You know, coaches don't. Some coaches in college football don't lean as much on the quarterback. Nick Saban does not. He he yeah. doesn't need a, doesn't really need a good quarterback to win. Uh, some some, some so places amazing. some places don't lean on the quarterback like that. But Duke is kind of heavily – has kind of always heavily been – Always, yes. Been on the quarterback. So, yes. I think that's the, that's the big question is, can Chase Bryce or whoever they end up deciding to go with, uh, can he answer the, the call for Duke, I think, is the biggest question. So, because of that, I, I, don't, I don't have high expectations for Duke this season. Yeah. Uh, NC State's an interesting team uh, because they bring back – a decent amount of talent that got good talent on the defensive side of the ball. Mm. Dave Doran is a, is an underrated coach, honestly. I mean, the guy seems to be on the hot seat every other year at NC State, but that's because that fan base is kind of wacky, if we're being honest. Mm. Um, <laughs> uh, but he seems to outperform a lot of times what the expectations are. Uh, I think they were picked, uh, I believe, 11th. Or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. Uh, which, it was not high. <laughs> which I, I thought it was a little low. I mean, I, I would have probably picked them ninth. Oh, based, on, based on, yeah, I, I would have probably, I would have probably had them ninth because I think they're a little better than that. But uh, I, I think NC State's their biggest questions are kind of at the skill positions. Uh, like, like, can those guys make enough plays for them to? compete with a Clemson or a Louisville or somebody that's going to put up, put up a ton of points. I think that's the biggest question for NC State. Well, I, I completely agree. They have players that have skill, yep. experience, but not a lot of experience. Yeah. It's not, it's, they're, not, they're not bubbling over with experience. So it will be interesting to see. And, and, and it's, it's, I think the quarterback had 1,000 yards or something. Uh, yeah. Theory, I think his last name. Uh, and then the other, and the other, the, the running back like seven hundred, and I think the receiver had like five forty-five or something like that. Yeah, they got, they have experience, so they're not completely, uh, the they're, they're, not completely bare. They're, they're in a situation where they're not bone dry, right? But you don't exactly know what they've got. We don't know what this is, right? And that, that that's kind of the that's kind of the the thing with NC State. I think that's the that's the thing that's got to get answered for uh, for Dave Doran. And uh, and company. I did, by the way, pull up the Heisman odds real quick. If you're uh, if you're curious, about I am curious. I am curious. Um, so the, uh, Justin Fields actually has slightly better odds than Trevor Lawrence right now, uh, yeah. if you can believe that. Yeah, seven to two, as whereas Lawrence is four to one. Uh, if you're looking for ACC, if you're looking for ACC guys, D- Derek King is actually the second highest one for for ACC guys. He is at twenty to one. Uh, Travis Etienne's twenty-five to one. Ian Book is thirty to one. Sam Howell is thirty to one. So those were kind of the the top guys out of the ACC in terms of out, uh, betting the Heisman right now. Okay. All right, all right. <laughs> so, so, like I said, you got if you got some extra money and you want to throw something on uh, on Sam Howell, or I I would even say Travis Etienne may not be a bad bet at twenty-five to one. But twenty-five to one, those are those. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm going to skip the top five because I think we've kind of hit that enough. 
I'm going to ask you for your, your final four things. I'm putting you on the record, Ryan Stone. <laughs> defensive player of the year. The defensive player of the year in the ACC, I will go Chaz Surratt. Uh, kind of the same reason we said earlier, I think it's because he's on a better team yeah. than Basham is. Uh, I, think, I think it's the year where Chaz Surratt, He's kind of got a little hype around. He's got some hype starting to bubble around him, and I think he's going. I think he's the kind of guy that's going to deliver on that hype this season. So I, I'll go with him as the ACC Defensive Player of the Year. Don't know if he's overall better. No, no, I'm not saying that. <laughs> I don't think he's overall better. Yeah, but definitely going to have the opportunities that that that. Uh, that's not going to have. He's not going to have that. Also, I mean, another guy I would throw out there. But we're just talking about being better. Uh, yeah. Marvin Marvin Wilson at Florida State is yes, the best defensive yes. lineman in the conference. So I, yes. I think you know, but but I think because Chad Surratt is going to make more flashy plays than those two guys, and I think he's going to be on the better team. I think that probably bodes well for him. I agree. Offensive player of the year. <laughs> so you could go with you go a few different ways, um, and there's a, couple, there's a few ways to look at this because Travis Etienne's been the ACC Player of the Year the last two years. I think, I think he gets the offensive player of the year this year. Okay, I so think I think takes take a little a little slight step down. Wow, uh, to the to the offensive player Breaking of the year news. this year, okay. and I will I will tell you why when we get why he's going to take a step down okay. when we get okay. to, when That's we get good. to the, the next. <laughs> so so I think I know where you're going to go with this one, but 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 I'm but I'm going to ask the question anyway. Uh, coach of the year. Oh man, coach of the year! I, uh, well, you can you can go with Dabo every year uh, because of how good he is. I, I'll go Mac Brown though. If we're, if we're predicting Mac Brown yeah, to make it, yeah. if we're if we're predicting Mac Brown to make the ACC championship game and you know win ten or eleven games, then I feel like it has to be Mac Brown and UNC. Yeah, <laughs> if, if if he does what we think he can do, yeah, it's going to be kind of no brainer to give yeah. him. But now I'm very curious to hear <laughs> your ACC Player of the Year. Well, it's not. I mean, it's not that big of a shock. It's just that I'm demoted the guy that's won it the last two years. But Trevor okay. Lawrence, I, I'm gonna go with Trevor Lawrence. You go with Trevor. Okay. I, I will go with Trevor Lawrence. I, you know, Trevor Lawrence is like the highest graded NFL draft prospect ever. Yeah, no question. Hey, ever. No question. <laughs> I so, so I, I'm gonna go with I. I understand the point about the holes in his game, and I think that showed up a little bit last year. But the thing is, him and Dabo have had a year to kind of figure that out, why he got off to a slow start last year. And I, I expect a big year from Trevor Lawrence this year. I, I, I really do. And I think I think he wins the ACC Player of the Year. And if I if I had to bet on somebody to win the Heisman, it would be Trevor Lawrence. It would be Trevor. Okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go uh, a little bit different. I don't disagree with – I actually I don't disagree with your defensive player of the year or your offensive player of the year or your coach of the year, but I'm going to go Sam Howe. I mean that's that's I'm fair. Go and Sam I, I I just think the opportunity is there to do something very special, and if I, they pull it off, and if Mac truly is the coach of the year, it's because Sam played well. That's true. That's yeah, very true. Uh, very well. it, it would kind of, it would kind of, if if it comes down to that, like if it's if it's UNC, if everything plays out the way we're predicting, it would kind of come down to Trevor and Sam's numbers. 
Yes. Like, yeah. who, just has the, who just has the better numbers at that point? So, I don't think Sam Howell's a bad pick at all either. Listen, guys, it's going to be – if we can finish it, it's going to be an amazing <laughs> college football season. Yeah. Uh, and then college football playoffs. Oh, did somebody say playoffs? The NBA, Major <laughs> League Baseball, they're in full swing. And our partners at Bet Online have you covered. So my guy here, Ryan Stone, is the premier better of all betters. <laughs> Where is my betonline.ag? And if it's good enough for Ryan, it's good enough for me. So take full advantage of sports being back. Get in on the action with hundreds of odds, futures, and props for you to bet on. And there's always the online casino as well because it never closes. Head to betonline.ag today. Sign up to receive your welcome bonus on your first deposit. And, again, that's betonline.ag. Sign up today. BetOnline, your online sports experts. Ryan, you are the man. I'm looking forward (laughs) to doing this all season long. Uh, Thank you for joining me today, man. Yeah, I appreciate you having me on. It was a lot of fun. Looking forward to doing it again in the new, near future. Awesome, brother. <laughs> Ryan Stone, Tobacco Road. When can they hear the show, man? When do you normally have it up? Uh, it kind of it, about once a week, uh, gotcha. but it's believe believe in Tobacco Road. Uh, you can find it, you know, anywhere you get podcasts, Apple, Spotify. Also, uh, you can get it on my Twitter uh, at Ryan Stone Sports as well. Awesome, awesome, man. Thank you again for joining me, and we will uh, we'll be back with another show on Tuesday, as a matter of fact. So uh, come in and join me on Tuesday, and uh, we'll do it all over again. You're listening to Believe in the ACC right here on the Believe Podcast Network. Thanks, Ryan. Thanks, man. All right, buddy. All right, appreciate it. All right. Thank you for going inside the ACC with my husband, Lloyd Spence, on the Believe Podcast Network. You can listen to more of the ACC with Lloyd Spence wherever podcasts are found. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.